Oh shit. What's up everybody? How we doing? That's right, it's Nerd and Learning. Uh, this is episode five. Uh, welcome. What a weekend it was. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and talk about the driving, how they're gonna be at Aftershock in Sacramento on on a, in a, on October fifteenth of twenty eighteen, but I'm not gonna go ahead and do that. Check out their new, their new EP, Diamante. I will definitely be running to it uh, after this podcast. Uh, what's up, everybody? Hello, it's me, your host, Nate Channing. How we doing? Oh, my goodness. We got a lot to talk about. We don't have a ton of time to do it. Because when you're trying to do, keep it to a half an hour and it's only yourself, woo! you're like those YouTubers that over-edit and it's just a barrage of information over and over and over and over and their teeth are so white you just get lost in how how much money they spend on their dentist. <sighs> However, you should definitely spend money on your dentist because then you don't end up looking like you have hockey mouth or meth mouth. Mind you, hockey mouth is much better because that means you're being active and hopefully you're a geek and sneak or thinking geek while being active and listening to a podcast uh, so definitely thank you to all the geeks and, and, and all the companies that develop sneaks and engineer sneaks and design sneaks, because without them, I think podcasting would, it, podcasting would be, uh, probably a lot different because there's a lot of people that I know and much, much like myself, you know, I do, you know, fitness, uh, is essentially, it, it's hand, it's hand in hand with um with uh with the uh, fitness is sorry excuse me I'm trying to pull up the first thing I want to talk about um uh, fitness is hand in hand with podcasting because what what a better way to learn about plyometrics and exercises while you're doing plyometrics and exercises or you know uh, using all these new apps and available avenues of of content and information you know there's there it's I, I know I'm kind of a broken record sometimes, but it's never been a better time to be alive because we have all this tech at, in our palms. And more importantly, uh, we have all this magic as well, as George Watsky would say. And it's cool to be able to do both and become better. Uh, be like Tony Stark. Use magic and use tech because they're both cool because without you know science is kind of the study ma ma magic is a science and science you could say is magic you know with a k or with a c or with a cunt show is no longer safe for kids <laughs> um damn three minutes in <laughs> all right i have to have to make that a note of that um all right so Let's go ahead and get into it, uh, because uh, my my weekend, I suppose I'll start with that. Uh, with the idea of nerd and learning, I always try to do things where I'm le learning and nerding at the same time, because that is indeed my MO and my brand, and more importantly, that's how I think, damn it. And we went to Muscardini Winery in Kenwood. Uh, I definitely suggest checking them out, because they had this great rosé, and the host, Alexa, Yes, her name was Alexa. Uh, she was great. We got to catch the rest of the Boston Bruins Tampa Bay Lightning match there. Uh, I'm going to do, uh, a, it's called the side-by-side -side in wine tasting. I'm going to do side-by-side -side segments because I know how to integrate and ingratiate the content because I have been doing this for a while. All right. So, hockey and wine. 
I love having the two simultaneously. I got a good workout in before because I wasn't feeling all that great. I did uh, 200 squats and I did uh, about 100 push-ups because I'm going to try to get to about six to 700 push-ups a week so I can get up to 1,000 a week and, you know, from, from there because that Comic-Con body, right? And as you know, I'm a huge hockey guy because, well, ice hockey specifically or field hockey, but in general, give me a stick and a ball and I'm going to, and a net, I'm going to whack it into it and I'm going to push dudes over and hit them in the face while I do it. <laughs> what this has to do with wine is uh, on, on my phone, I went ahead and uh, I pulled up the, the good the good old app, the NHL app, and I, and I got to catch the lightning uh the, the the lightning dominating the Boston Bruins, uh, essentially clinching their the second round of the playoffs. You know, four games to one. That's pretty much a clinch. And mind you, it didn't look like a cinch. It, it was certainly a long, a long uh, five games. So they're they're definitely needing some time off. And the Lightning outscored the Boston Bruins fifteen seven in the final four games. Uh, 15 goals to seven goals total of the, of the of their second round series and clinched the best of seven series with a three one win in game five at um, Amelie Arena on Sunday. Uh, Tampa will have home ice advantage against the winner of Washington Capitals Pittsburgh Penguins and that's tonight, which Capitals lead three two. Game six is Monday at uh, four o'clock and I, that's I'm going to be watching that. I'm going to actually do a companion for it, uh, probably a. It's going to be under the Nerdin and Learnin brand, but it's going to be something a little different, uh, a little a little different this time. Uh, Michael Chandler is on Joe Rogan right now. I just got the I just got the update, so I'll definitely be checking that out while I go running. Maybe depends. Uh, let, let's go ahead and continue. So Muscardini, they had a great rosé. We got to watch the game, and and one thing that I really appreciated about Jordan, uh, she. Uh, she, she was on a period, so she was really moody and was you know, just in a shitty mood. And I'm no neuroscientist, but I wonder what happens chemically. And, and what, if, if you're born a woman, you know, you, you definitely have to be born a woman to have this problem. Unless you want to go through some crazy scientific process that I'm not qualified to talk about. Uh, Jordan was, uh, you know, just in a mood. And I compromised after I worked out under the sun, got a good sweat on. Felt good, and I realized, all right, yeah, you know, I let's go tasting because I can watch the game somewhere else. And then I also give something, you know, it, it can be topical for Jordan and I. Uh, and there was this, this older couple next to us, and they were clearly out of their element. And Alexa, she she was great. Uh, we certainly uh, we took her advice on uh, a few places to check out. Uh, but and, instead of doing that, we ended up at Talisman and Corbett Cameron. I'll get to that in a second. The old couple next to us. So you guys from New England? That's <sighs> uh, such old guard think, you know, when people think that just because you're a fan of a team means that you're only a fan of, you don't really like the sport all that much. Because I, I told them, and I got the same response as I always get, I'm a fan of hockey before I'm a, of a franchise. More specifically, I'm a, more of a fan of ice hockey. And I don't think people necessarily care at all when you're trying to be uh, provide specificity, because there there are definitely some people that are certainly just they they don't give the credence to the training and the conditioning that these hockey players are having to execute. 
So that was fun. And how we how we left uh, Alexa because of all right. So so her coworker, you know, uh, he he walked up. Uh, Jordan thought that she wanted to date with him. Turns out that she didn't. Thank God, because you know uh, he asked what was up, and I showed him uh, that we were watching the game and, and tasting. Which if you could say any one thing that would be nice and sweet and polite, right? What does this motherfucker say? Lord, I don't really care about sports, man. Yeah, I don't really give a shit at all. Just like that, just in that, in the cuntiest of ways that made it clear that he felt threatened by me or that I was some kind of alpha male type and he didn't like that because he, he might be the, uh, the paunchy, bloated alpha male version of me. <laughs> and why not me? Uh, which is fine, you know, be paunchy and bloated, but don't be a cunt. Because he could have said any any anything else, like, I don't know. Oh, that's cool, man. Right on. Thanks for coming and getting her out of the house. Or thanks for getting him out of the house. Any one phrase except what he said. Which probably made it clear that that was his way of like, I don't want these guys to come back. So I, I, I don't much like him. And if I got his name, I would say it right now because I don't give a shit about him. So then we went to Talisman. That was a great place, uh, but the host breath stunk. Guys, I got to tell you, if you're doing anything where you're hosting anyone, you need fresh breath. If you're doing an interview, got to have fresh breath. If, uh, like if you're having coffee with someone, your, your breath mutually stinks, so it's okay. However, just because I'm having some wine does not give you the right to have nasty-ass stank breath, dude. Uh, but Talisman, they had some great reds. I definitely suggest it. And then we, we hit up Corbin Cameron because I'd use the restroom while we were at Talisman. And uh, the restroom didn't work. So that was the thing. Uh, but when we left Corbin Cameron, I saw a, a, a roto, uh, rapid roto router was there. So that was funny. <laughs> uh, so I'd use the restroom, went back to Talisman. The restroom was a walk across, uh, across the street to uh, where this uh, restaurant and this winery are that share a building, which was just acquired by the gentrifier dude. And there's the restroom on the side, so I had to do that. And then we realized, wait, why don't we check this place out? Because, you know, Hana, she's, she's dope. Uh, definitely check her out at Corbin Cameron. Uh, their brick-and-mortar business in Glen Allen is closing, uh, which is too bad, but uh, you don't really need a brick-and-mortar business anymore, uh, especially if there's no foot traffic. And that's the biggest problem foot traffic for what for tasting rooms it that's you better be able to get people in there otherwise you are wasting your fucking money i definitely suggest corbin cameron uh to anybody that appreciates red uh or or pinot grigio uh whatever whatever the wine that that you're into definitely be sure to check them out and uh they're in sonoma i believe and uh, and uh, Glen, Glen Allen, Benna Valley area. It's it was that was a lot of fun. So I, I definitely enjoyed that. And then we got home. Uh, first of all, Boston, you had a great season. You just Tampa Bay Lightning. You made them better, and they they when a team when a team is better because they they are using you as an avenue of better success and practice and executing plays and drills and think that they didn't necessarily know before and dimensions of think that they just didn't, you know, like I said, they didn't know. 
That's too bad. And that's kind of what happened with the Sharks. Uh, the Sharks played the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Golden Knights um, definitely didn't clinch, but they certainly dominated. Uh, so congratulations to Vegas. I'm I'm glad. I, I cannot wait to see uh, to see the Stanley Cup final because I have a feeling we'll see we'll, we will see Vegas in the finals. And I called it from re- from the beginning of regular season. So I may be a fan of the Sharkies, and I may be a fan of Boston Bruins, but you know, uh, maybe it's time to do do some more jujitsu, and maybe it's some it's time to really practice that uh, your 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 head game a little more and those chess games. Uh, the Sharks, you you guys can easily get back to uh, uh, excuse me, the, the franchise can easily get back to the Stanley Cup. We've been there before, so we can definitely do it again. And uh, that's that's definitely it for hockey because I have a lot more to cover, and that's uh, that's it for for wine because we need to talk about if I could play it on piano, I would. Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, HBO is HBO is killing the game. By you know, uh, you might you might have you you might have heard of this this little song, you know, or or the series Westworld. All right, all right, that's not, uh, um, I don't know what the fuck to think anymore, man. I am loving the multiple timelines and 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 how timelines keep being added. Oh yeah, spoiler alert. Oops. <laughs> uh, Westworld episode three was definitely fantastic. I I sure feel like uh, we are are being given a lot of really unique ideas by uh, everyone in the writers' room, and they're trying to address. Not not necessarily social justice or one thing or another, but uh, we're we're seeing nods to the the problems that are plaguing the world uh, currently. And sure, it may be a sh- uh, a show about a dystopian type future, but I am certainly certainly uh, I'm certainly excited for what's going to be occurring with uh, the De- with the Dolores Wyatt story arc. I think um, because it's kind of a, what what's happening now is that it's kind of like a zombie apocalypse-ish, but instead of getting a bit if uh, any of the robots, hosts, whatever you want to call them, get close to any of the other hosts, their, their code is then infected and they start killing humans. And so, but instead, and, but they don't kill each other. However, uh, what we saw with Stephen Ogg's character on, on episode three, when we saw him become incredibly virtuous and the best shooter ever, which is probably why he left walking dead because his role in Westworld is being greatly expanded. Uh, Cause we're going to see him throughout the rest of the season. I, I hope uh, anyway, uh, when you get to see the attributes on, on the tablet, that Bernard, Bernard, Arnold, Bernard, whatever you want to call him, was using. Uh, that makes it really clear that uh, we'll be able to see 
hosts alter other hosts if they get a hold of the tablet and essentially alter their personality completely. And we and we, we got some funny moments with, with Westworld this time around because Steve Ogg had these uh, humans tied up and then comes uh, Tessa Thompson and, and uh, Bernard and, you know, uh, they, they untie him and change Steve, uh, Steve Ogg's uh, programming back to being, you know, not, not evil. Or killing humans, and then he tries to save these humans that he was just imprisoning. So th- that was a lot of fun, and uh, the the theme of the episode uh, throughout was uh, virtue, and we get to see Teddy release. Uh, there are a bunch of hosts, sure, uh, r- rather humans, and and a few hosts that just won't turn because uh, they're they're. They're in fact, they were infected and they essentially cured themselves, if you will. Uh, Teddy freed them and Dolores saw it, Wyatt, whatever you want to call her, Deliat, <laughs> Dolores, whatever you want to call her, call her or, or call the code, or call the entity. Uh, she saw that and she's not virtuous, she's evil, she's definitely a, a problem, and and I think that's what uh we're going to see a, a divide because we already know that Teddy dies and that a bunch of hosts get drowned. We already know that, but we don't know how. And uh, we know that it's confirmed that Tessa Thompson knows that Arnold is a host, but she's not going to say anything. But she, but if you remember in the trailer, she stumbles on a bunch of Arnold ho- uh, copies, copy hosts. So we're, we're seeing uh, vir- uh, virtue is going to be a theme and honor, I think, is going to be a running theme. Because even though you're a robot, it doesn't mean you're without virtue or honor. And, and then it's back to que- you're, you're, and then we really beg the question, what makes a human human? Because virtue and honor were taught those, were informed those ideas, right? The, that programming were informed that by a culture so a program as opposed to you know raising something you just type code and then it does it so what is human virtue honor there's some there's a lot of profound questions that i'm really enjoying from this new season of westworld that they didn't get to do before maybe you know we're we're not quite at the point that westworld wanted to start at we're almost there, and and I think that's when all when all of it falls apart because now we're seeing Shogun World. We're seeing we know why the tiger came, that woman because she's from Delos or a spy or something like that. There's there's some new seeds that we're being introduced to, so there's more threads for a, a greater quilt, and then there's going to be room for more seeds, and hopefully season eight, nine, ten. Maybe something as successful as Sopranos. That'd be cool. But there's certainly a, a, a lot of developments for the plot and subplot. And uh, just uh, real, real hats off to everybody uh, at over over there at HBO for the quality of this property. Uh, I'm Dying Up Here is back. Showtime's uh, stand-up show starring Andrew Santino. Congratulations, pal. I need to watch that still. Barry, I need to watch that new episode. I'm going to do a better, uh, a bigger spot on Barry because I think Bill Hader is trying to give a nod to the uh, uh, all, to all the veterans because there's veterans featured in the IP and also people in show business, showbiz business that are, are 
getting rejected and going through emotional war and, and emotional toil. So there's definitely some parallels between uh, these stories that he's trying to address and the seeds that he's trying to, to write. Uh, but I'll, I'll talk about uh, uh, TV later. Uh, just not right now. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode. Uh, what we need to talk about is we need to talk about some motherfucking Comic-Con. All right. So I recently acquired my old show, Chatting with Channing, to be part of Nerd and Learning, but get rid of some of the tenets and practices that my old show, Chatting, had. Because uh, it's too, it's like my name, it's like my penis, you know, it's just, hey, look at my penis. I don't need my name on the side of something. I'd, I'd rather be able to develop a brand and not necessarily be one thing or another. I'd like to be able to step away from the, the work and not have it be necessarily mine alone. I'd like to help, much like what Al Magical and Bill Burr did with the All Things Comedy Podcast Network. I'd rather be able to help influence people and develop something bigger than myself, i.e. think uh, IP development, whatever you want to call it. And uh, because I've, ever since I've done this, I realized that it's going to make con, you know con season a lot easier because uh, comic, uh, comic convention season, which, I mean, let's be honest, it's pretty much year-round if you're in California and if, and if you're not afraid of driving all that much. Uh, because we have San Francisco Comic Con June 8th, 9th, and 10th. We have uh, Santa Rosa Toy Con on September 22nd, week before my brother's birthday. There's Menlo Park Comic Con in the library, May 19th, 3 to 7. Uh, the 501st Legion of the Golden Gates Garrison will be there. Uh, we'll start with a bunch of Star Wars cosplayers. Uh, Kraken Con is September 28th, 29th, and the 30th. Uh, it's the weekend of my brother's wedding, and I'm definitely going to be going to uh, Sunday for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and at my brother's wedding, I'm going to go ahead and, and during the reception, uh, you know, during the party, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes are going to make make an appearance because uh, I'm getting in uh, what's called Comic-Con shape. Because I'm also getting married in, on August 18th, 2018 this year. So I'm already getting in shape. So, and I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, cons, you know, um, uh, what, what, uh, what comic cons I, I want to, what I want to get in shape for, uh, what, what, more importantly, what's realistic. And, uh, and, and, length of time and, and amount of work that you have to perform in in order to pull off a cosplay well and more importantly for it to not be destroying your body because I think what a lot of people forget about with uh, with uh, with cosplay and getting in shape is that you're gonna want to do a lot of things all, all, all at once Um Sorry, I need to check a website. I think it's ComicConScene.com. Let's see. Uh, be, uh, people are not necessarily realistic about their goals with their cosplay. And and that, that was a, a big problem for me was um, I, I really, 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 really want to go ahead and, and be a there's convention scene. I want to be able to do all this, all this cosplay, but then you have to be really, really, really careful about 
peaks and valleys and fluctuating your, your muscle mass and and also uh, what, what you're putting into your body because next thing you know you just might be hurt you might be causing yourself a little more harm than good so I, I certainly uh, I want to encourage everyone to go to to go to all the cons and have as much fun as you can because ab- absolutely why not but you also need to be real re- realistic about your expectations for what the cosplay will turn out as and that's my big worry with captain america is i because i got a beard you know y'all y'all that know me um i suppose i should probably have my face or something but again i don't want it to be about me uh conventions here. Uh, i can i can do the uh rogue character or or a run or what whatever um yeah, Rogue, I believe his name is. When, when Cap uh, drops being Captain America and it's just just a hero, I, I, that's what I was going to do. But I also have like the battle damage, so you still see the star. That's that's still a lot of work. So and 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 the spirit of a lot of work, I'm planning out my Comic Con seasons and appearances for 2019 as well because I also want to. I, I was thinking Killmonger would be really cool. Do a uh, uh, an, an, an ethnic mending of Killmonger and have it be like a white white dude that was adopted by T'Challa's father or something, you know, some backstory like that. But that is incredible fucking shape, dude. That's the kind of shape that you get in, and it takes about a year to be that that to be a wall. To be to, to be a goddamn wall of person or individual or whatever you want to call yourself, I think that's. I'm looking at conventionscene.com right now. Uh, yeah, definitely check it out for all for all your con needs, anime, comic cons, whatever you need. Uh, WonderCon in Anaheim, three twenty nine nineteen and three thirty one twenty nineteen. I think that would be the best time to probably go ahead and do. Uh, uh, to be to do uh, sorry, Kill, Killmonger, because that that's over a year. Well, it's sorry, whoops, it's almost a year. So it's definitely enough time that if I hurt myself, I'll be able to recover and I'll be able to uh, still also still be able to be realistic about uh, the shape that I'm going to be in. And there's Silicon Valley Comic Con. Oh my god! Oh, all right, so. Silicon Valley Comic Con is the same time as WonderCon, three twenty nine, three thirty one. So I suppose it really depends upon what guests are going to be there at at each, uh, because that's ultimately going to decide my cosplay. I think in in the end, uh, because at San Francisco Comic Con, perfect segue. Uh, I'm going to uh, Jordan and I are going to be doing. Uh, Archer, and guess who the fuck is at San Francisco Comic Con? Other than Matt Smith and the developer of the In- Infinity Gauntlet uh, story arc that was developed in the '90s, which is where the Russo brothers got the uh, influence for Infinity War this time around. A lot of people didn't know that. Uh, Nolan fucking North. That's right. Nate Drake himself is going to be there. So I'm going to do a mashup of Nate Drake and Nolan North uh, for Comic-Con because fun. 
and that's uh, that's uh, and it's it's, it's light. Uh, the clothes are light, so that way your makeup won't run. Because that's so I don't know if you know, man. San Francisco in the summer is warm during the day, and at night it's cold. Mind you, and we don't really do the Comic Con at night thing because reasons, but we do enjoy uh, during the day and hanging out and drinking and, and having fun. So, well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. You never know; we might end up hanging out at night. But she's gonna do Carol, uh, Cheryl, Carol, <laughs> and I'm gonna be doing an uh, Archer, Nate Drake, Sterling Drake, Nate Archer. Uh, some kind of mashup, but still be identifiable as Archer and or Nate Drake or both if, if people are smart. And it, it's, um, and this year, uh, this year SFCC is in Oakland, but Comic Con International can't rename the property. <laughs> but that's fine, man. It happens. And I, I can't believe it's May because, uh, I don't know where you're all, uh, where you're all out of right now, but. Uh, let's see the Toronto Comic Arts Festival, 11th and 13th, Metropolitan Toronto, uh, Toronto Reference Library. So, man, that's cool. Comic Con in a library? That's where Comic Con should be, but libraries probably aren't too cool with that. At least not, not right now. Anyway, we need to rechange. We need to change how, what the library represents, in my opinion. It's so antiquated, man. Um. Let's see. And let's see. After that, Ottawa, Ontario. Now at the same time, Virginia Beach, uh, May 11th to the 13th. Uh, Tidewater Comic Con, May 12th, Rothicon in Athens, Ohio. Hampton, New Hampshire. Hampton Beach uh, Comic Book Show. I bet that's fucking nice. Indio, California, uh, May 12th, May 13th. Fantasia Comic Con. I don't know that. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'm going to check it out. Let's take a look real quick. Let's see. Come on. Man. Wow. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of cons, man. I'm really, really, really impressed. And Evening with Kevin Smith, May 20th, 2018 at 8 p.m. in Knoxville, Tennessee at 803 Southgate Street. So if you're in that area, uh, definitely be sure to check this out. Uh, because Kevin Smith, after surviving the heart, the, his heart attack and going plant-based, he has really turned around how he thinks about not just food, but how, how he understands and engineers story and think and can be a, uh, a greater uh, pillar of influence and sphere of think. Because I definitely think, uh, I definitely think when your heroes survive, traumatic events or when terrible things happen to them if you're tr a true fan it will affect you as well and make you change so i certainly uh i feel for my boy love you buddy glad you're alive and let's see i don't want to go over all the cons uh rocky mountain comic convention in denver on may 20th uh, my pal Casey is definitely going to be going to that he fucking better be uh the double treat by hilton hotel denver and stapleton north uh, so this, I don't know, that is not a Comic-Con international property. That's just a bunch of uh, locals doing cool shit 
and being awesome. Fuck yeah. Good for you guys. I love seeing that. Local nerds realizing how easy it is to develop cool uh, uh, cool work for people to come and hang out and have fun. Oh, man. What a time to be alive. I'm a broken record these days, but it's there's never been a better time to be alive. Um, let's see. Uh, Jurassic World uh, came out of Evolution, developed by Telltale Games. Out of uh, Santa Fe, just south of me here in Santa Rosa. Congratulations to those folks. Very excited for the Walking Dead uh, conclusion uh, for Clementine's story. I'm definitely uh, going to be sad to see her go. Uh, God of War 4 is still going strong for me. I'm not yet going to do a review on it till I'm done. Because uh, there's just so much game for that. Uh, Far Cry 5, I suppose I should do something on that. Detroit Becoming Human came out. And Detroit Becoming Human is from Quantic Dream, uh, the developer. I must say, uh, all all these all these IPs uh, that uh, that people are developing about you know what makes a human, because really a human is just sounds from our mouth that we designate to mean other sounds from our mouth or on a page. So when uh, when I'm playing Detroit Becoming Human or watching it or whatever, I'm 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 left wondering what constitutes a monster, what constitutes a human, and what constitutes a robot. Is it a, is it programming? Because monsters are programmed, humans are programmed, robots are programmed. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not qualified to say, and I don't necessarily have the platform to do so. But what I do like about Detroit Becoming Human is beautiful, and they're using robots, again, to tell real stories. Because when people are, when unfortunately, crime happens and people die, and a human cop can't do enough, well, maybe a robot could. And then you're getting into RoboCop, but then you're, then you're getting into tech and dystopian, and a lot of fucked up shit can occur because robots, right? Well, what if we could save more lives and have a better world? See, that's the problem. I don't expect anyone to answer or be upset, but I, I do expect people to be curious because, uh, uh, I mean, let me just pull it up real quick. Um, Donald Glover was on. SNL and every single sketch hit first of all I didn't like his monologue because he could he couldn't address Deadpool uh, being canceled uh, not yet I mean FX shot that shit down which is too bad because a, a meta series about what was occurring in the world and having Deadpool, which he has a, a platform that's really free for a writer and especially someone as talented as Donald Glover could have made some fucking history uh, with that series. But Donald Glover, he did SNL and his, and it, and his monologue was certain. There was Lauren Michaels certainly don't want him to say too much uh, because it was just so kind of like, you know, like self-centered. But maybe that was the idea because he's he's you know it, it was self, it was self-aware in a way that was accessible, without alienating anyone or, or possibly getting him in, him in trouble with any with any other uh, companies, network people, whatever it might be. Congratulations on the on the solo uh, Star Wars story. 
that's definitely gonna be a lot of fun. However, uh, there was a sketch, uh, Star Wars sketch, where you know all the black people on the galaxy come together, and there was what five people, right? And I thought that was relevant. And the sketch at the end was stuck out. It stuck out to me the most. It was uh, uh, black Americans in in jail uh, doing call center work. And they were, ta- you know, just kind of talking and, and 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 sure the audience thought it was funny, but every time they went into the phone, it, they would be professional, right? And that's when I realized uh, Donald Glover was actually trying to address uh, young Black American men, women, whatever you identify as, um, in jail for no reason or having harsh, more harsh sentences than they should just because they're Black. And I, and I, and I really wanted to say thanks to everybody that was part of that because Don Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say, uh, that dude, man, I'm really, really impressed with what he's trying to do with his platform, uh, that, that he has since, uh, allowed himself to develop. And I certainly, I, I appreciate people that influence think and engineer think, and more importantly, uh, make people better uh, than, than, than they ever will be, because being better is what makes the world better. That's the episode, everybody. Happy Comic-Con season, which is year-round. Childish Gambino, to close out. This is America.
America. I just checked my phone and listen. You motherfuckers owe me. seen that video yet check it out all right bye